from the Fort Athletic Club here in Monmouth, New Jersey. We are Infinity X giving a stage and microphone to multiple examples of human excellence this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is being pre-recorded, so while we're having the, uh, the conversation tonight, folks, I'm going to ask you to direct message me, number one, for any support that you can provide to the cause that we're speaking about this evening, but also, number two, if you'd like to get more information about this incredible facility that we are at. Uh, we, folks, we are Infinity X, stage and microphone for human excellence. Replay will be on weareinfinityx.com. We are Infinity X YouTube. And yes, we are here at the Ford Athletic Club. This place is absolutely incredible. This is my second time being here, and I'm just I'm blown away. The, the facilities are incredible. The people are incredible. The cause is incredible. And I want to spend a moment, folks, speaking about cause. Right. So as you all know, um, my partner... My mentor, one of my dearest friends, Rob Gill, who co-hosted Infinity X with me for a better part of a year um, <clears throat> and has really since kind of turned the reins over to me as he continues to build out different verticals. About four months ago, uh, no, excuse me, about f uh, two months ago, he was approached by one of our business partners, Chris Crone, and he was approached specifically about uh, going on a mission to the Ukraine. And tomorrow, uh, my partner... Chris Crone, Sean Callagy, our other business partner, as well as other brave, brave individuals are going to be putting their life on the line. They're getting into a plane. They're going over to Poland, followed by the Ukraine on a humanitarian mission to bring first aid kits and supplies to these, these unbelievably ravaged, ravaged people. Uh, we all know what's going on, going on over there. It's genocide. It's horrible. Uh, but the other part is that Rob is, and, and the other good folks are looking to save children from sexual uh, slavery, which, uh, folks, if there wasn't a more noble cause, I don't know what is. This is real. People are dying over there, and my partner is going over in, uh, in support of not only Chris, not only, uh, but the, the people of Ukraine, right, and, and doing his part in anything he can. So why are we here? Why are we here at the fort? Well, we are here at the fort um, because of this man to my right, Coach Shempe. Coach, how are you this evening? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully well, folks. So, co co folks, this is Coach, uh, coach Chris Shempe, and um, he's a co-owner of, uh, of the fort, uh, one, of the, one of the founding fathers here. And um, we are here because they are putting on a celebration for Rob in, uh, in sending him off at 5 o'clock uh, tomorrow afternoon. And, um, Coach... Um, you know, what's it been like for you? And we're going to get into your background and your story of this unbelievable place here in a minute. What's it been like for you getting to know Rob? It's been unbelievable. I mean, Rob, Rob came to me, uh, to us, three or four months ago when uh, one of his sons had a situation where, you know, Rob has a passion for basketball. Yep. Yep. And I'm a high school basketball coach. Yep. And Rob, Rob's kids were playing ball somewhere in local and one of them frankly didn't make the basketball team kid put in a lot of work for whatever reason didn't make the team and was bummed out you know we talked to rob about you know what one of the main reasons i wanted to be involved in the fort was you know to create a culture of family and yeah. resiliency and not giving up you know all that type of stuff and this was a perfect venue for us to sort of put into work 
the things that we had hoped. We didn't know it was going to happen that quickly. Right. So right. we, you know, I, I talked to Rob about putting something together where, you know, we can develop a similar program as if a kid was still on his high school team. I mean, I did none of the coaching, but Coach Shaw and the other guys did where you would show up every day, you would work out, you would play basketball, yeah. you would, most importantly, get your confidence back, get your swag back, yeah. Yeah. feel that you have a routine back, that, you know, you, you had a, a reason to, to, you know, every day that, you know, you knew after school you had somewhere to go, you had a goal, you had a mission, yeah. and you were with other guys, you know, something bigger than yourself, and, and that's how it started. I had met Rob occasionally before that. I knew his passion for the game and, yep. li and yep. life. Yep. And yep. life. Absolutely. I didn't know that, uh, you know, he was sort of a, a mini Tony Robbins. Well, <laughs> mini's, mini's probably the wrong word. Sorry. Sorry, well, Tony. Tony is about 6'8". Yeah. You know yeah, 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 yeah. They probably weigh the same. <laughs> but uh, sorry, sorry, Rob. It's all good, brother. We're, we're, hey, we're working on it. He we're and I are working out. He and I are working out three days a week, yeah, yeah. 7 a.m. When you, when you come out of my office, I have the office above the basketball court. When you come out of my office and walk down the steps, to the right, yep. if you make a right, it's Milk Duds and Junior Mints in the snack bar. <laughs> if you make a left, it's the gym and the workouts and pain. Early on... He was going to the right? Rob was... <laughs> Rob was drifting. Rob was drifting to the junior mints. Yeah, they were they were calling. The smell of chocolate wafters to the right. We had to sort of like, and I was right with him. You know, he was milk duds. I was junior mints. So for the last two months, and I think in preparation for Ukraine and a few other things, we really started locking it in. And he's been here three days a week, grinding with you know a trainer, eating, drinking smoothies. You know, he's made a concerted effort. And I think one of the things about a mission like this, yeah. and this is, you can't have much more important missions than this. But as a coach, a lot of times your mission is to win a state championship. Sure. You know, yeah. win conference championship. Win whatever it is. It's good to have a goal or a mission. You know, Rob's on a mission with, with this group that is beyond anything that, you know, in basketball terms. Yes. So not yes. to be over melodramatic about it, but I think this type of mission locked him in. And by us coming together at the fort, yeah. it got to make us a part of it yep. and is what afforded us to be here today. Maybe to give a little platform for, you know, people to see what Rob's gonna do and hopefully in the long run help out the uh, the situation in the Ukraine, which obviously is sad. Folks, uh, uh, we um, what you can't see is what, oh I'm sorry For, forgive me Danny we're live right now so I can't really <laughs> I was gonna tell him I didn't know if that was, <laughs> it was bah, my bah, bah, play bah. or not uh, no but thank you for that I appreciate it. Danny behind the scenes Danny Drew um, D Money's always on the mark folks even though he's woofing down some chicken he is, parm yeah he's woof yeah he, him and Parker I mean, he, what, yeah, folks dude. what you can't see is there there's, there's this massive party going on right now Rob gave a speech Coach Shempy gave a speech there's food. There's drinks, there's vibrance, right? There's people that are coming around the cause. The over-under on Danny's meatballs tonight, five and a half. <laughs> Dude's going hard. 
Holy cow. Dude's <laughs> popping them down like Tic Tacs. Yeah, it's going to come back at him on the back. I mean, it's a freak sure. show. No, it's again. Yeah. So, listen, folks. Again, we're here at the Ford Athletic Club. And for those of you who don't know what the Ford Athletic Club is, is, is all about, I'm going to give um, Coach Shempe here uh, yeah. the opportunity to speak a little bit about the Ford. But before we get specifically to the Ford, because you are a co-founder and owner of this of this facility, are you not? I am, yes. Incre- this does not grow on trees, folks. This is a massive, probably multi-million dollar facility here. So, Coach... Tell us a little bit about your journey that brought you here to the fort, your background, what you did in business to get you to to, to this incredible spot that you are. And congratulations, this place is incredible. Oh, man, thanks. Of course. Well, if you got a few hours, I'll walk you through my legendary (laughs) journey. But but no, um, yeah, this place is great. Like, you know, I was a Wall Street guy for like 15, 20 years, hedge fund. Uh, Left that 15, 20 years ago as well. And got involved in um, coaching basketball. I wanted one of my passions was, you know, working with kids and doing some things that might, you know, affect change in some lives. And were you able to do that while you were working on Wall Street? Because I mean, hedge fund. I mean, that's a that's a massive demanding career, right? Were you yeah. Able to, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I kept my hand in it all throughout. Like, yeah. um, I played the game. Believe it or not, uh, oh, you I know, I was at the downtown athletic club. You know, we'd always play oh, yeah. basketball. I coached a few teams, but, you know, we always talk about FYP, find your passion. Like, I loved, I loved the camaraderie and the culture of a trading desk on a, on a hedge fund. Yep. So by the time I got there, you know, to me, I knew I always loved that aspect of life. Yeah. And what I missed was surrounding myself and having others surround themselves with that same feeling. Like, I would always say to guys... When's the last time you stood up and clapped for someone or someone has stood up and clapped for you? You know, when's the last time that happened? When's the last time you walked into a room and thought to yourself, these guys are relying on me? Now, you get some of that on Wall Street or in your job or whatever, but to have young guys and people around you, just to bring that, you know, think in your life, whether it was high school, college or whatever, when was the last time you really had goosebumps? When was the last time you really felt like... We're in this together. Yeah. Strength of the pack stuff. Yeah. So I missed yeah. that. It's been a long so time. Th- that was one of my things that I wanted to. And, you know, right off the bat, I ended up through some friends and getting involved with some NBA players. And oh, right. I met Roly Massimino, and he gave wow. me my start. Yeah. I coached college basketball with Roly Massimino. Wow. I did that. Yeah. Incredible. And Roly Massimino is a legend, folks. FYI. That's unbelievable. Jeff. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did that. And I repped, uh, you know, I repped a couple of NBA guys, a guy, Randy Foy, who became like a son to me, oh, who didn't have any parents. Uh, he did, but they tragically died. And so oh, wow. I slowly worked my way. My career trajectory in basketball yeah. was the opposite of my Wall Street career. Wall Street career was sort of worked its way up. Basketball career started at the NBA. Yep. Went to college. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I'm a high school coach. <laughs> Somewhere there's a middle school. My agent is calling. My agent is gonna. My agent is calling a kindergarten as we speak. Well, listen, my four-year-old is gonna. Oh, dude, I'm just kidding with you. I I mean, my God, the impact that you are making on people, though, is so. So what? Yeah. So you 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 moved into coaching. You obviously had a massively successful career on Wall Street. Which afforded you the opportunity to to do other things and to yeah. pursue other passions. Yeah. And so you coached, 
What what about what what started this place? And yeah, what was the idea around that? Yeah. I don't know about, I don't know about massively successful Wall oh, Street career. I, 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 I would beg to differ, but <laughs> moderate. Mo- okay. Moderate. Humble. Higher than moderate. Humble and hungry. That's what <laughs> yeah, I tell. Humble and hungry. Folks. I tell my hey. daughters. Yeah. Humble and hungry. FYP, by the way, find your passion. I'm never going to forget that. That's you like incredible. that one? I do. Good one. Yep. So, um, yeah. So, one of the things I noticed in coaching youth sports in high school is that a lot of travel involved. And parents would be like, oh, I got to go two hours away to somewhere in Pennsylvania, yeah. waste all this time, yep. and then end up playing a team that is our neighboring town. You know, it can't tell you how many times that happened with my own kids. So I always thought if I can find a place that is in our demographic, in our area, that we can really, families can come, they can spend time here, not kill an entire day, and not be obsessed with winning a trophy or being the next phenom. You know, I wanted a spot where, you know, my original idea was, my, my elevator pitch was Hoosiers meets the Apple Store meets Equinox. It was like, that was my... That's incredible. Right, yeah, that was my initial thing. And I, when I, I found this place seven years ago. It was a dusty old West Point Prep Fitness Center. I know, you know, I have to tell you not to cut you off, Coach, but when I drive in, I, I'm looking around, I'm seeing, like, okay, this is an old army fort, essentially, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. It's all, it's all buildings that are shut down, overgrown. There's oh, a yeah. baseball field back yeah. there that's completely yeah. overgrown. And yeah. I'm like, and then you come up on this place, and it's like the Hallelujah yeah. Chorus starts yeah. playing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's almost, you know, parts of the fort when you drive around are almost like the apocalypse. I know. They're, in, they're, in, they're sort of in disrepair, they're, but they're all on the way up. So much like what you said, when I came in here, I almost felt the ghosts of military past because yeah. I found an old scorebook from like wow. 1964 because West Point prep kids, they played here. And then I met a colonel who was the facilities manager here. When I was walking around here by myself, it's like out of a movie. Sun was setting through the windows. I wasn't supposed to be in. There was a door open. I snuck in. I'm looking around. There's like dust. You know, it was crazy. All of a sudden, I hear this, can I help you? <laughs> and it's like a military voice. Yeah. And I turn around. He says, I'm, I'm Colonel John Acapinte. I'm the facility man. I almost like, I'm not a military. I almost like. You like put yourself. Like, okay, right. Yeah, dude. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't handle the truth. You know, like, what's going on? So, so yeah. long story short, I got to talk to him. And he was telling me, and I get goosebumps just talking about it, like, there were guys that playing on that very court that later on went on to give the ultimate sacrifice oh for God. our country. So at that point, I wow. said two things. One, I got to figure out a way to, to buy this. Two, if I do, the first hire is the colonel. Because we have a, we have a mantra that we play for those that went before us. And we would say that in basketball about kids that played in the program before us. We talk about tradition never graduates. We carry our culture year after year. And we play for those that went before us. But when you think about the military and this place, and you think about playing for those that went before you, the people that went before you here went to battle. They went to battle. They went to war so we could be here. So that's one of the main reasons 
So when you throw on the overall effect of, I thought the community needed it, with the fact that it just hit a chord with me that, you know, know, we have a thing about we're fully patriotic here and unapologetic about it. So to me, you know, we are, you know, I got to give Delia one of my partners. Delia served in, in Operation Enduring Freedom. She led a battalion. And she's she, incredible, by the she's way. She's awesome. Incredible. In fact, she yep. would be here today, but she's, she's homesick. Yeah. It takes a lot for her not to come. I know. I know. I can and only imagine. I heard her say, I'm unapologetic about my patriotism. Well, anyone who knows me, I immediately put that on a shirt. Yeah. So that's sort of the vibe we have here. And that's what led us six years later through a lot of red tape, ups and downs, bad contractor, and a little thing called COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but we never gave up. And in the interim, along the way, you know, Scott Marshakaitis got involved, and Delia, and, and Lee Carr, and Doc Jemmy, God rest his soul, we lost him to COVID. But <clears throat> we, one of the courts is named the Doc. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, instead yeah. of courts one and two, I wanted to name the courts, <clears throat> again, for one of the guys that went before us. Yeah. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of history in this building. There's, we're looking to honor that history and then create some of our own with these young kids that are coming up, give them a platform to really excel, whether you're going to be the next Steph Curry or not. I want them to have a place where they can feel like they're being part of something bigger than themselves, not only with their team, but the history in this building. And for Rob to be doing what he's doing and going over there, to me is a perfect example of one of the things that this facility and the culture and the family wants to be all about. He's laying it on the line. And listen, the, the people that are really laying it on the line are the people in the Ukraine. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Yep. Yep. But for guys yep. to go over there who have the means to help them, you know, that says something about a dude because a lot of – a lot of people that do have those means of you know, watch TV and be like, ooh, that's terrible. You know, and then, then, then go to the beach. Yeah. These yeah. guys are right. actually. Exactly. Maybe I'll like, jump up my armchair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's a. Um, yeah, yeah. I love, I love, I have it on the wall in my locker room, man in the arena. You know, I don't yes. know if you know that speech, but it's yep. about, you know, it's for the guy that wants to step in yep. and doesn't care doesn't matter that all the critics and the haters are out there saying, what's he doing that for? What, you know, dudes that go in there and take a shot, that's the guys I want to roll with. And that's what he's showing us right now. Amen, coach. And folks, we are Infinity X, stage and microphone for literal human excellence, non-apologetic for the patriotism that happens here in this facility. And unapologetic, excuse me. Unapologetic. Un-non. Un-non. Let's go, brother. Let's (laughs) go. Let's go. Folks, here's the deal also. If you're not paying attention to what Coach Shempe also just said, he's created a culture here where kids come and they feel a part of and they want to put it on the line if they're not going to be the next Steph Curry entrepreneurs right because this is a show about entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurship and building out culture and building out business if you don't adopt that in your business culture you're killing your employees you're not creating a culture where people i want to if i'm running a business i'm running a practice whatever the case is and i have employees i want them coming to work 
maybe knowing that they're not going to be the ultra high successful individual that they're working for is, right? That could, that could be the case. But I want employees that are going to come and feel like they're a part of something. Feel like they're part of something that is bigger than them. And, you know, Coach, it sounds like that's something that, that that's kind of the culture that you've created here. But it's not just about basketball, right? No. It's about so much more. So tell, you know, tell the good folks a little bit more about the, remain, of the remainder of the facility and some of the other things that you do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I obviously came in through basketball. Yep. But as we developed, it became, it's now 53,000 square feet wow. of amazing. <laughs> Unapologetic Hello. about oh, that yeah. also. Unapologetically folks, amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, initially coming in through basketball, we felt, you know, one of the things was parents, you drop your kid off for basketball or soccer or whatever it is. Then you go look for a Starbucks or you sit in yeah. your car. Yeah. We've all been yeah. there. Yep. So we're like, why not build a facility for the whole family? Most health clubs are like 21 and older and have nothing to do with youth sports. We felt... We're going to take the youth sports and then give the mom and dad and the siblings another place to go during that. And what happened is as we develop the rest of the facility, we have yoga, we have spin, we have this thing right here, earn your stripes, which is, which is uh, work your way up, you know, hit training, circuit training, nice. phenomenal stuff, sort of like um, our answer to Orange Theory, F45, yep, uh-huh. yep, yep. but obviously much better. Right. Um, right. Humble and hungry. Absolutely. Um, All day. Yeah. And we have, there's just a whole and pickleball has emerged here as a big thing. So we have literally tried to build a facility that's got something for everybody. Yeah. It's not, again, not just basketball. We have physical therapy. We have personal training. We have all that stuff. But the most important part of the Ford Athletic Club, in my opinion, is the culture. That was the main thing. You talk about business and being an entrepreneur and all that stuff. I want dudes and, and, and women that want, not only want to come to work, but clients that want to be around us because of, they look at us and think, those guys are putting in the work. Yep. The facility is spotless, which translating into business means... They do everything the right way. Yes. There's no BS. Yep. I can trust them. Yep. So I want to go into a place where people know my name. Cheers. Yep. I have technology, Apple Store. Absolutely. And the facility is off the charts. And at the time, Equinox was one of the nicer ones in Manhattan. Yep. So I wanted yep. people to feel like I walked into the Four Seasons. I got to work out. Yep. My kid had a riot. Came out that I love basketball. Dad, I love soccer. We do all the sports here. I want everyone to feel good because they were here. And that's what we're trying to do at the fort. That's why we built it. We, that's why we, we hope it will be successful. Incredible. We are Infinity X. Stage and microphone, human excellence. Replay on weareinfinityx.com. We are Infinity X YouTube. I'm joined by Coach Shempe, co-founder of the, uh, the Ford Athletic Club. An absolutely immaculate, incredible, incredible facility. Coach, let's talk about the kids for a second. Yeah. So... <clears throat> You know, it can be demoralizing. It can be challenging for for kids that um, you know maybe don't make the varsity. You know, yeah. like you know, or um, you know, don't feel as though you know. I'll use myself as an example. I was a halfway decent baseball player in high school, good enough to attempt to walk on in college. Didn't work out real well, right? But I had a guy in front That's of me. That's pretty good. Well, you know, I mean, I, I was I was decent. Yeah. 
But the guy that was ahead of me for my freshman, sophomore, and junior season played at New Mexico State, right? Yeah. You know, know, and so for me, it was unbelievably demoralizing because I'm sitting there saying to myself, I'm literally never going to get my shot. Why am I continuing to do this? Right. Right? Um, When you see kids that are in that position... Like, how do you put your arm around them and reinvigorate them to want to be part of something bigger than just themselves, but also to continue to take pride in their game? Yeah. I feel like for that, for example, is perfect because let's say there's a um, hundred hours in a baseball season. Yeah. There's probably 500. Yeah. Let's say there's 500 hours in a baseball season. Let's say you play 20 games. What's a baseball game take? Two hours? Uh, about two, two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So there's 440 hours in that season that you aren't playing baseball right. games. Yes. What are you doing and building in that time? I, Coach Mass used to say all the time, what did you do with the dash? Your tombstone's going to say 1940 to 2010. The dash is in the middle. What did you do? What did you do with the dash? That's what I've been asking myself. That guy's a legend. And I used to say, oh, I did this, I did that. He's like, what else did you do in the dash? So to me, when I'm looking at a kid, I'll say the basketball season starts December 1st. It ends March 30th. There's a dash in there. What did you do? So my feeling on that, your particular situation is, and I live this, I keep 25 guys. On a basketball team. Yep. Normally you keep 12. I would take a kid like you who got stuck behind a kid who was just better than him. Yep. And frankly, I'd tell him to transfer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> get the hell out of here. It's over you for you. You got to go, but no, you got to no. get the heck out of here, right? Oh, my God. That was good. You picked the wrong school. It ain't for everybody. No, 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 no. Life's hard sometimes. No, no. So, honestly, and it's not a cliche, I would say, like, listen, the fact that you're hanging in there and battling and getting better despite what's in front of you, in the long run, in the game of life, the fact that you hung in there for three, four years and didn't give up, what else do you need to know about yourself? 99% of the dudes would walk away. I'm never going to beat this guy out. No, I had a kid who played for me, and I'll say his name, Jackson Patton. Wasn't a phenomenal basketball player. Loved the game. Would kill for the game. Averaged four or five points. You know, had some other kids in front of him. We won a bunch of state championships. Started his senior year. Perseverance. Sort of like you loved the game. He wouldn't give up. He ends up walking on and getting a basketball spot at Tufts University. Great grades, D3. Coach says to him and me, probably never going to play. Yeah. You'll probably never even get a jersey, but I'm going to give you a chance just to be part of the program. Yep. Do you not know that just on sheer perseverance, three kids left the school, COVID happened, this, that, the other. Freshman year, kid got in 10 games. Now, is he a starter or anything? No. But by hanging in there and hard work, he's at one of the top D3 schools in the nation with a phenomenal education. It's not about, you know, less than half of 1% of everyone who plays sports ends up getting paid for it in sure. their career. Yeah. Yeah. It's the dudes that persevered. You know, 
I remember an old coach used to say to me, and I, and I always remembered it when I was in high school, he would say, he'd walk into the gym and we'd be running line drills up and down the lines. And he'd always look at us and say, perseverance, gentlemen. And we'd be like, you know, it sounds something yeah. simple, yeah. but it stuck with me for the rest of my life. And, yeah. you know, I would say to someone like you, the fact that you're sticking to it and the fact that you're in there, it's not about the game. Yes, we want to win championships, but it's about developing. I rank, I rank my bench. My bench sits in order of enthusiasm. So the last guy on the bench is the least, least enthusiastic, enthusiastic yeah. all the way up. And it changes every week. There's a kangaroo court, and the guys vote on it. So the, each kid gets a one-minute rebuttal, public speak, talk about why he should move up. We vote on it, and then they reset him. That, to me, just tells people that, like, it's not about playing time. And that's where parents get messed up. It's about becoming a better player, a better teammate, a better son, a better daughter. All those things, and by toughing it out like you did, that's what made you a great businessman. That's what made you a great father, or whatever it is. You didn't quit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you that's... didn't quit. It's so easy to walk away and blame I wanted the to coach. Blame so this. Too, Dude, what, I mean, it, you hung it, in yeah. there. Yeah. And that's something when you can look in the mirror, you put your head on the pillow, and you say, you know what? I toughed it out. Yeah, and you know what? It's, what's amazing, too, is when I got cut at the college level, yeah. I was all right with that. You right. know, because at least I got my cup of coffee there, you know, I yeah. was, you know, and, you know, and then you know, I moved on to, I moved on to do different things and obviously moved into business, but right. you know, coach, I do want to ask you, thank you for that's just folks, you need to, I don't care what business that you're in. You need to be hearing the mess, the message that coach Shempy is bringing right now. Okay. Because it, that level of hard work, that level of commitment, that level of dedication translates into the business world. There is no doubt about it. What do they say? They say that military personnel, typically speaking, translate into the business world real well. Athletes transition into the business world incredibly, incredibly well. Coach, what was it, as an athlete, right, what was it about athletics and what you're seeing with these kids that helps to translate to that next level and into business? Yeah. Well, I think you touched on it. I feel like Dedication, yeah. you know, just showing up. Like, okay, we have six a.m. practice. All right, you're gonna, you're either gonna show up, or you're not. Oh yeah, right. The Breakfast Club. Yeah. So there's no excuses. You're showing up, or you're not. Well, if you think about the business world, okay, it's the same thing. You are showing up, and not. by showing up, I just don't mean getting there on time. Yep. I mean showing up, putting in the work, putting in the grind. Making that extra phone call, you know, staying the extra hour, going on a weekend to do something like all the things that make a kid a great basketball player or a great athlete or a great teammate are the same exact things. It's amazing. I, I'll tell my guys all the time. You're going to hate me for the next three months practice wise. Yeah. But if you stick with me, you're going to love me for the next 50 years because you're going to look back and go, yo. Coach Shemp was crazy, but you know what? He was right. Yeah. The stuff I learned here now, like, that's coming into play. I just beat that dude out for a promotion. Right. Why? Because I knew the routine of going in and grinding, right. not quitting, yes. getting after it, and getting it done. That simple. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X, stage and microphone, human excellence, Coach 
uh, Coach Shempy here just dropping dimes, uh, you know, every 30 seconds here. And uh, now, Coach, you founded this facility with partners. Yes. Right? So mm-hmm. let's talk about your partners for a moment. Who are yeah. some of those folks? What are they up to? Yeah. Um, well, uh, my, my main partner is a guy named Scott Marshakaitis. Yep. Yeah, we'll try to get Scott. Scott you're you're going to talk to Scott. Come yep. on. Try to get Scott here for a few minutes, too. Yep. As, uh, as, you know, hyped up and fired up for sports and, you know, being sort of the face of the place and everything as I am, Scott brought, um, you know, the financial acumen, um, the even-keeled brain. You know, he's been an analyst on Wall Street for 25 years, loves fitness. So... I'm an idea guy. Yep. You know, I'm out yep. there going after it. Scott brought that, you know, that background, that business background that really is something that we needed. Um, and he's run with it. We have Lee Carr, the blade, was like the 200 and something guy at Dean Witter back in the day. 80 years old, a uh, legend. We named the court after him. Yep. He had a scholarship fund for caddies before it was even like a thing. Is that right? No oh, kidding. just wow, a really a great guy. Yeah. And then we have Delia. Yep. Um, who is a, a, mil- a military. Um, she has been a partner for a, a couple years. Again, part of the, part of the U- U.S. military, Army, full go enthusiasm, full go on missions. I mean, she's phenomenal. And then we had Ed Ganjami, whose wife, is, whose wife is, uh stepped in for him. We lost Ed a year and a half ago. He was my assistant coach. Oh. He was a doctor at Clara Mass, my which I know Rob is involved with. Yeah. yeah. Just a, just a phenomenal guy, and um, you know I, I miss him to this day. Doc, I love you. Yeah. God bless you, Doc. God bless. Um, I I just I, I can't begin to tell you how impressed that I am with this place. What you've been what able to create, Coach. I uh, I really am part of it. What, but now let me ask you another question. Obviously, Coach Massimino, yeah. right? But before Coach Massimino, right? Because you've experienced again tremendous, tremendous success. Is there one person that you modeled after? Or is there a, a group that you modeled yourself after to continue to, you know, bring the level of motivation that you now bring to these kids? Who were who those mentors or those guide paths for you as you were coming up? You know, I, I got to tell you the truth. Uh, it was my parents. Who was that? Because my, I'm not, there's nine people in my family. Wow. Yeah, big Irish family in Cleveland, oh, yeah. Rocky River, Ohio. Okay. CLE till I die. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yo, I'm from the land, baby. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but my mom was one of 13. She just celebrated her 90th birthday. Wow. Happy so birthday, mom. So she was always out there bringing in. We brought in, you know, during the, after the Vietnam War, we had boat people. We had, you know, handicapped choirs. We, 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 our house was a three-bedroom house with seven kids. Holy but my mom mackerel. always brought in other people. Yep. My dad, on the other end, was a quiet humble, got a great sense of humor, but was always more, he did not mind letting my mom have the spotlight, but he was the driver of the family. So I felt like between watching that dynamic with a, with a, a mother who was always out front and always pushing us and my, in a good way, yeah. and a quiet dad who was like, I believe in you, son, you know, you can get this done. That combination sort of drove me to you know, leave Ohio and just go to New York City and give it a shot. And to me, you know, if you can have a, a solid base at home, you get, you know, you're, you're getting off on a good start. And, and by the way, what was that like for you? I mean, had you ever been to New York City before? before you know, like, no. 
No. <laughs> no, bright lights, okay, big, bright, yeah, bright yeah, lights, yeah. big city, so, baby. But, but what was that? Because that now this what what time frame was that? What's that? What time frame was that? That was um, in the eighties. No, oh my. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Oh, so. Now, when I was younger, yeah. we'd go to like my family grew up in Long Island. I, I grew up in Ohio. Yep. But we would go to like Jones Beach and stuff like that, and they'd bring us in for an occasional Mets game. Yep. But I was never really a man. Never been to Manhattan as far as you know, going in there and right. seeing the city. Right. But I knew, I knew I didn't want to stay in Rocky River, although I loved it and still go back all the time. Yep. And I tell the same thing to my daughters who are in college now. You know, go somewhere and experience a big city. Sure. sure. Then come back if you want to your hometown. If not, but go see something. You know, step into the arena. Yeah. You know, yeah. get after it. So, yeah. yeah, New York was a whole new vibe for me. I, you know, I've told Rob this before. I went there to be a sportscaster. No! Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, now that yeah, figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was an English yeah. major. Yeah. And I ended up, you know, just to stay alive there selling belts at Saks Fifth Avenue. You know, just grinding, bartending, played in a hoop league. Yep. Ran into a guy who they needed a guard to play on the basketball team. It was a Wall Street firm. Yep. Banged around at a few Wall Street jobs. Next thing you know, I stay there and then... Ten years later, I jump over to a hedge fund, and eight years, <laughs> six, seven years later, I retire. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, folks, that's what we call ecosystem merger at its finest right there, yeah. you know? And we talk about it all the time, too, um, you know, Coach, with with our clients, with our business partners, that when you take, and, and shout out to Sean Callagy for this, because Sean is the person that oh, yeah, revolutionized this and taught this and impressed this upon me, that we are all, a, we're, we're an ecosystem, Right. We all are an ecosystem. And when ecosystems are merged together, you know, good things have the tendency to happen. And so it sounds like basketball for you just, you know, getting into that um, created a massive, massive opportunity for you. you well, know, it's funny. I was telling I've told before I'm in the break room at Saks Fifth Avenue. I'm I'm selling men's accessories. Yeah. You know, eight bucks an hour or whatever. Yep. Talk to a guy. I just guy at the table. What's up? Oh, Yo, you, you see the Nick game last night? I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm a Cavs fan, but blah, blah, blah. Then we start talking. He loves basketball. I love basketball. He's, his dad is starting a thing called Sports Information Database way before it's time. Wow. I end up working there from selling belts at Saxon Avenue, talking basketball to a guy. Unbelievable. I leave and go there. No, that's a merging of an ecosystem. At its finest. It's crazy, Unreal. but sometimes, you know, like, and I know I heard that term from you guys, and I met Sean. I went to one of his seminars, and Chris, Chris spoke there. Yep, absolutely. And I the whole there. thing, yep. like, Sean, for example, went out to dinner with him. I wouldn't have even known that he was pretty much blind. Oh, I know. The way, I know. The way he commanded the table, yep. and, that, and I took that back and told my team, and it's like, and I would always say to t- my team, eyes on me when I'm talking. Yeah. You know, and when I went away from that, I thought to myself, there's so much more to, you know, having a, a presence and influencing people and getting people to believe in what you're saying is the nuances and the way I watched him. I'm talking about one dinner yeah. with Sean. Yep. I walked away. I told, your life, I right? told Rob, I said, yeah. sometimes when you're in the presence of, of greatness or a guy that you can tell people are going to listen to and for a good reason i got that vibe off him yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, that's an ecosystem I want to be a part of. Oh, God bless. I know. And, folks, we are Infinity X, stage and microphone with human excellence. We're joined by uh, Coach Shempe, co-founder of the Ford Athletic Club here in Monmouth, New Jersey. Uh, Send-off party for my partner, Rob Gill, heading out to the Ukraine tomorrow. And one of the folks that is going with Rob is Sean Callagy. So, folks, let me put this into perspective here for a moment. This is the courage and bravery of these men, right? It's hard enough... Going into battle, well, it's not really battle, but you know, but it is. To, you know, I mean, anything over there is going into battle, yeah. right? And you're in it's harm's har- way. You're in harm's way. You're, he is going. He is visually impaired. He is visually impaired, folks. He has only peripheral vision. So the level of courage that this man has to put it, essentially his life on the line um, with that. What most people would refer to as disadvantage, but he would never, ever refer to it because, quite frankly, I believe that he leverages it massively to his advantage because he's the best listener I've ever met in my entire life. Um, but to, 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 to do that takes an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of courage. Coach, I'm going to share something with you. <clears throat> Four years ago, um, two people completely changed my life, and their names are Rob Gill and Sean Callaghy. So I meet Rob. Talk about ecosystem mergers, right? I, I meet Rob at a um, at an industry conference, right? Yep. And I had to give a presentation, and I call it up the mountain and down the mountain. And essentially, it's about you know the accumulation of wealth and then the distribution of wealth. Right. And it resonated with Rob because it's a lot of what he has been doing over the years. And so he pulls me aside and he says, uh, "Dave, I love that presentation. Who are you telling that story to?" And I'm like, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, this is how I prospect. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, listen, I want you to spend $5,000 and come with me to a seminar. Swear to God. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you know, date me before you marry me. You know what I mean? <laughs> not confused. Yeah, not confused. As Rob right? would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, 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 I had a feeling and I had a gut about him, about Rob. Right. And so I spend the money. Yep. And who is it? It's a three-day immersion yep. with Sean Callagy. Oh, I got you. And okay. there I learned the, what was then Callagy results formula, which is now the unblinded results yeah. formula. Hello to yes with integrity. Uh, mas- you know, the mastery of human influence, you yeah. know, integrity-based human influence, which I think in your world, Coach, integrity-based human influence, I would have to imagine, is paramount. Because oh, yeah. you're talking about kids, right? What's your feeling on the, what's your feeling on your responsibility and the power that you have over these kids in terms of the influence that you have over these yeah. kids? Well, I feel like to me, too, like listening to your story, like you know, Thomas Jefferson once said, "One man with courage makes a majority. One man with courage makes a majority." And I would say that to my team, and that like. If one kid decides, oh, I'm going to go vape or I'm going to go drink, well, the majority might follow him. But if the one kid says, I'm going to lock it in and listen to my coaches, I'm going to show up and I'm going to work, guess what? They're going to follow that. So it's the one guy with courage that can make a majority. So when I I listen to you talk about Sean, a blind guy getting on a plane, going over to the Ukraine, like that's a dude with some courage. Yes. And if the majority follows and goes with him, like, you're changing lives. I mean, you're helping people. Rob, in my, in, in my opinion, the, the integrity, 
especially with working with kids, I watch Rob work with his sons and work with kids. And in the beginning, you know, you see him doing his videos. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, you're sort of like, okay. Who is this guy? This, right? <laughs> this dude's got a backwards baseball hat on. Just like he had three. Calling big, himself Big Sugar. Right? Three yeah. pizzas. Yeah. Speaking in the third person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you listen to his message, and then you watch how he conducts himself, and how much he cares about kids, and how much he cares about people, his whole thing, if you get through, you know, the intention, or the pitch, yeah. or the stick, or whatever you want to call it, the dude wants to help people. Yep. And ultimately, that's the integrity that shines through in every relationship that works. Whether it's coaching, whether it's business, whether it's a marriage, or whatever it is, if you have that integrity where they believe in what you're saying because you've proved it, that's what it's all about. Unbelievable. Folks, we are Infinity X Stage and Microphone with Human Excellence. We're joined by Coach Shempe here at the Fort here in Monmouth, New Jersey. Unbelievable athletic facility. We're sending Rob Gill. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. What? We might get a special guest coming in here in a second. We might. We might. We'll see in a few. Uh, uh, well, we might get in a moment. We might get in a moment. This is the send-off party, folks, for, uh, for Rob. Dude, I'm just answering the, the question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Honestly, folks, this is our first live show that we've ever done. So if you know, like we have it. to do edits and stuff like that, don't, because this is unbelievable camera and footage. Um, but, Coach, just getting to, you know, getting to know you, yeah. Um, in this in this period of time, I want to join the fort. Come on, dude! You know, I want to join Let's the go. fort. Let's yeah. go! Let's go! But I just I look at I look at somebody like yourself, and I just you know, you know, we, we oftentimes, folks, we will aspire to be more like um, you know people that you see on TV, LeBron, right, or you know, Bill Gates, you know, right. Um, uh, right. Elon Musk, you know, right. Every single one of those people. And listen very carefully to what I'm saying right now. Every bi- every single one of those people at one point or another in their life had a Coach Shempe. Every <laughs> single one of them had somebody who had the ability to command the absolute best out of them and make them feel as though they were a part of something bigger. Coach, today, who does that for you? Well, if Gates... And Musk are listening. I'm still here, boys. You know, maybe still, some, yeah, still maybe a couple of Teslas or like you know. Well, listen, they some Microsoft that, options. They tune into Infinity X every single week too, folks. Oh. Make no mistake about that, Billy. Let's what's go, up, fellas? Let's go. No, I mean, listen. I, but for me, it's like I've had such a great group of mentors from guys on Wall Street like Andy Muldoon and Michael Donovan, and but I've watched. From Roly Massimino, I had the honor of knowing Chuck Daly, uh, the Pistons coach. I spent I spent a few years with him. Wow, that's incredible. You know, Jay Wright's one of my good friends. Wow. So, yeah. So I mean, that's sort of the the crew that I went from zero to a hundred in basketball yeah. with them. Yeah. So I just watched how they conducted themselves, and you know, Roly Roly would literally take a mop and clean the floor. He'd already won a national championship. I watched Jay Wright remember kids' names from camp. Nine years earlier. Unbelievable. You know, Unbelievable. I, I watched Chuck Daly with valet guys and every just the way they treated people. So that to me is what I've sort of aspired to be, a, 
you know, success is one thing, but it, it's how you deal with it and how you deal with the people. You know, that, that's what matters. And for me, like the Ford Athletic Club, right? So I want every person that comes in here, right? I'm going to tell you right now, looking right at you, when you come into the Ford Athletic Club, I am going to say hello. Every, all of my teammates and colleagues are going to say hello. How was your day? What's up? What can we do to get better? No pressure. Just a beautiful atmosphere and culture where you can walk in. It's clean. You got folks in there that care about you. Not, whatever you're doing. Yep. Yoga, hoops, EYS. Just want to come in and steam. When you walk out, fist pump. See you tomorrow. Hope you had a great day. That's what I want the fort to be. A place where you can come, see some friends, feel good about yourself. That's that simple. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X Stage and Microphone. Replay, we are InfinityX.com. We are InfinityX YouTube. Coach, I want to shift it for just a second here to business. Okay? okay. So, look, <clears throat> we're in unbelievably challenging economic times right now. Yeah. Unbelievably challenging. Our debt to GDP is 130%, right? Yeah. You know, we have... 330 million Americans, only 125 million are paying taxes right now. You know, we have massive inflation, right? We have rates that are going to start that that are, are rising right now. We got a lot of challenges. And we have a lot of people that are starting to recognize that traditional planning and traditional investing and traditional saving. And you worked at a hedge fund, right? So that's, there's nothing traditional about a hedge fund, no. you know, folks. And this but, is back in the 90s before everyone had a hedge fund. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No. So, so the people that were coming to, to Shempy, folks, so you guys know, were, the, were the, the accredited of the accredited investors, right? The top level. But, you know, where we stand today, people have fear, right? Massive fear going on. And as a result of that fear, they're looking for different alternatives. And a lot of those alternatives are being driven towards making an investment in a private business. Coach, when you first bought this place mm -hmm. and when you first founded it, number one, leash. Leash. what was we, uh, we, we got a friend walking right. around here on the eve. He's not, on, the, he's not on camera, but he'll be here soon. His name's Dude? dude. His name? Yeah, his name is The Dude. Oh, my God. Folks, big folks you can't see dude. it right now, but we have, we have The Dude coming up on <laughs> to the Infinity X stage right now. So everybody say hello to folks. This is the dude right here. This is uh, <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Unbelievable. So <laughs> we are right, Danny. We are Only right. on Infinity X folks. So but coach in all seriousness. Yeah. When you in founded this yeah. when you founded the, uh, you know, yeah. when you founded this business. What were your fears? What was your abundance mindset? What were the things you were feeling strong about? What were the things you were feeling concern around? Later, dude. Yeah. And how has that changed as you've built and as you've scaled? Yeah. I mean, listen, these are obviously tough economic times. Yeah. So I think it's a really solid, secure investment is to invest in a gym. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, listen, no, why not? No, you know? no, 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 no. Listen, we, we took a shot five or six years ago and leading, you know, leading into opening in October, yep. you know, we're still, we're still battling. You know, this is not like you turn the key and you're profitable. Right. Sort of like your baseball career in high school. Like there's a lot of big gyms around. 
So we were along the lines of, you know, we got to stay the course and try to get after it. This is a an investment that was more along the lines of passion-driven and, and we felt need-driven. So we, you know, we're hoping that we're on the right path. We stuck to it. We're getting after it. I mean, listen, these are, these are obviously, they were gr- sort of great times market-wise for a few years. Yep. Now, you know, the chickens have come home to roost a little on a, for a lot of different reasons. And I do think people are going to look for alternative stuff. But again, I always go back to, you know, we're big. I make my guys member. I feel like I'm going to all my cliches, but like no, I, I, love, bring I make my team, if you're going to play for me, you have to memorize the poem Invictus. Go look it up. Not the movie, the poem Invictus. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. You know, and the end of it is I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. So in, the, in times like this, too, like if you want to look at alternative stuff, and I know, and I know what Rob and Sean and you guys, and you guys do. Yep. Like I know I'm a big fan of I'm a you're suspect, dude. I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I've, I've done it of whole life and yep. and the velocity of capital and you know using using you know the money that you multiple have spins on the same dollar, ma- yeah, my brother. Whether you're Absolutely. buying real estate, yep. you know whatever you're doing, you know. Like, yep. and I've I've always felt that for me that was sort of a sleep at night guarantee where I felt like you know not only would I have the, the death benefit, yep. but I would also be able to utilize. And I just I didn't really do it. But as I've listened to, you know, you guys and Rob and the things that he's talking about, like, I put, I put it into play a bit. So I'm by no means pitching. <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm a high school basketball coach and I was running a gym. But I do think in, in these times is when you sort of pull the ears back a little and think to yourself, do I want these wild fluctuations? I mean, it's a little, it's a little crazy. So to me, sort of lock it in, you know, bear down, more about preservation of capital in a way where you can maybe grow without taking monster risk. Um, but, dude, to be honest, like, my days of giving advice are, are, are long gone, so I'd rather listen to, you know, people like Rob and Sean and yourself to get ideas, whether I execute them or not. Mm-hmm. But it opened my mind to, like, you know what, I heard that 20 years ago. Now I'm sort of at the tail end of the, the policy and stuff. Maybe I should start thinking about that stuff, and I have. Yeah. So... From that perspective, I really think you guys are, are doing a great service for people. Um, but overall, for the Ford Athletic Club and, and Rob's mission, like I couldn't be prouder to be a part. I mean, a long run for the Fort. We finally open. Love everyone to come join us here just to see what it's all about. We got a five-day special going. Come for five days for free. Just mentioned Shempy at the, at the front desk or any of the guys. And uh, love to see you here. Rob, you know, just fired up that through merging of ecosystems he became part of this and you know although nervous we're confident that not only will he go over there and do the things that uh, those guys can do for the people of Ukraine who although we're praising Rob and those guys you know it's the folks over there that are real heroes and I'm happy that Rob and them are doing it Um, we're 100% behind them that's why we sort of did this little little thing tonight but I know they'll come home safe but in that week I'm hoping they can really help some kids out. Well, Coach, let me tell you something. You are a hell of a lot more than a bas- just a basketball coach and a guy who owns a gym. Let me tell you. Thank you. You are awe-inspiring, and you're somebody who I see in my future and somebody who 
I think if I wake up and say to myself, hey, act a little bit more like Coach Shempy today, I think that I'll probably have a better day. I'll oh, probably man. win that day, and I really mean that with every single ounce. Of, Thank you, It's brother. just been such oh, a pleasure yeah, to but, have dude, you on. Oh, God. Great no, talking just, with you, brother. It's been such a blast. I like the purple shirt, too. Oh, thank you, brother. I like <laughs> your style, kid. Everybody keeps saying it. You I know? like your style. It works well for hey, you. Listen, you know, change the style up and watch the money pile up. That's what Rob always <laughs> says. You know? Dude, I need some help. <laughs> Looking like Clark Griswold over here. <laughs> Folks, we are Infinity X Stage and Microphone here at the Fort Athletic Club here in Monmouth County, New Jersey. I've just had the, the privilege of sharing <laughs> the stage with Coach Shempe here for the better part of, uh, but I guess it's been about an hour, so I don't, I've lost track of time, Damn. but we could go for about another three hours. <laughs> but um, I do just want to kind of conclude this evening with a, a prayer for my brother, and my partner, Rob Gill, may the Lord bless you and watch over you while you're over there on your mission. Um, God bless you, man. We're all pulling for you. It's an incredible thing that you're doing. And um, if you're a leader, folks, and I'm not saying go to Ukraine. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But if you're a leader, do something different. Do something inspiring. Coach said it best. You know, FYP. Well, FYP is... Find your passion. Find your passion. Right? Do something that inspires people to be better. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Coach Shempe inspires kids to be better. Rob has inspired me to be better as a person and as a professional. And I, uh, I honor the mission. Um, I honor what is in front of them. And I honor the, the work that still is going to be need, needed to be done when they return. Um, Tonight was a little bit uh, out of the ordinary from what we typically do with Infinity X. And you know what the bottom line is? I don't care because this was a message that every single one of you needed to hear. And so, Coach, again, I just I can't Amen. thank you enough for your hospitality, brother. My pleasure. You know? My pleasure. Great stuff. Yeah. Via con Dios, Rob. Go get him, kid. That's right. Folks, we are Infinity X Replay. We are InfinityX.com. We will see you next Tuesday on another live broadcast. Until then, we are Infinity X saying thank you. Thank you.